mountain trails of stories of salt and a frisbee yeah that's yeah. not even a story that was just a thought and i still i didn't google the answer because i feel like you could figure out Lex, like, you just make sure the mic is up again. Oh, sorry i don't think we were going <laughs> um, i are we i don't know I don't know either. You're the radio anyway, host. so frisbee, because it's like it depends on the size. Because I don't know what like a regulation frisbee, how much weight it can hold. So I feel like you could fit a lot of salt into the frisbee. It's a very specific Google question. It, yeah. So I don't think I don't, I don't th- know. I think this is just something I'm gonna have to go do on my own. Like yeah. I have a scale at home. I could go get a frisbee. I don't know if I want to invest in that much salt though, because what would I do with it afterwards? <laughs> it's a lot of cookies to be made. That's true. But or like, bread. I feel like if I dump it in a frisbee, I don't want to like bake with the salt. So I probably just have to. I'll I'll just say it's for science. I'll buy the salt. Uh, and with that being said, let's start it. <laughs> Here's the music. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so we have two guests on this one. Well, first off, you are Tyler. I, of course I am. Hey, we might have new listeners now. That's true. I'm Tyler. That's Ryan. And then we got Sarah, my girlfriend, and then Lexi, Not Sarah's his girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, I'm going to steal her from you. Yeah. She <laughs> went on a date today, and it was magical, so yeah, well. better watch out. We did, we did split checks, but I paid for, par- I paid for parking. And, and then I paid for coffee, coffee so. so. I had it's getting pretty serious. Back. Can be serious. I had like four cups of coffee today. That's it. I felt like that was a lot. My average is probably five. Depending on how big your cup is, like my cup is one of those tall ones, and I fill that up all the way and then halfway. So that's probably about four cups. Do you mean mean like a venti one? Because tall is their smallest size. If you're going by Starbucks measurements, uh, it would be probably a um, like twenty-four ounce. What's the biggest one? The biggest one I think is 32 Starbucks? ounces. Starbucks. I, I don't go there. The tre- Trenta? I think that's 32 ounces. Yeah. yeah it's Trent's probably a little bit more than that. So I had one of those and then another half. Look, all I know is I had four of the 7-Eleven extra large size coffee cups. That's okay. Those good. ones are pretty <laughs> Those are pretty decent size. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I only paid for one latte. of them. <laughs> it's super basic. I've never had that. I have it right here. Actually, it's cold now, nah. but I don't drink enough coffee to finish the whole thing. <laughs> there you go. You mean you don't want to try lukewarm pumpkin spice coffee? If anybody wants it, it's on the table for free. Okay, maybe I'll try <laughs> it. There it is. Let's see. Let's see how it tastes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> wow. Glowing <laughs> review. Love it's, it. You really paint a picture of what it tastes like, How too. much does this cost? Like four bucks? Not worth four bucks. But what what kind of coffee is it again? The pumpkin spice latte. Oh, uh, that one's okay. <laughs> I'm not like a uh, f- fan of just pumpkin <laughs> flavored things, except for pumpkin bread. I feel like it's the only thing I can really get behind. The pumpkin muffins at Tahoe, Tahoe at Costco, beautiful. Okay, the pumpkin seeds that. that Sarah made, amazing. Beautiful. Oh, okay. Well, Those pumpkin are seeds are different because <laughs> they don't you. have like the pumpkin taste. You know. What? Even though they're literally pumpkin like birthed oh, inside yeah. a pumpkin, pumpkin yeah. seeds don't taste like pumpkin. Which are birthed inside pumpkin. <laughs> they are. That's crazy. <laughs> it's get not them. a bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it it's, grows well, and then it grows inside. To, when we cut them open to, you know, do whatever we do, we're pretty much doing a C-section to those seeds. Yeah. Well, so well, yeah, C-section. I mean, you always rip the seeds <laughs> out, but it's still not a birth. So that's anyone true. that has been had a C-section hasn't actually been birthed. Is that what you're saying? Nope. Is that a shout out to me? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because you then ten you were in birth, you're just removed. Ryan's been removed. So you don't have a birth. You have a removal date. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Happy removal day. Happy <laughs> removal day. 
three weeks ago or whatever it was. Hey, look, if I had a removal date, does that really make me 30 then? I didn't have a birthday. You're still not born. Yeah, I'm technically still not born. <laughs> if you that's go by they, that logic, I am still not born. That's what they mean when they say they have cousins like twice removed. That's just how old they are. So Ryan spent removed, 30 times removed. removed. They were removed <laughs> twice from the womb. <laughs> Pull it out. No, nope, put it back in. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not ready yet. Seal it back up. Give it another week. Like, like you're baking a cake or something. No, not ready yet. Stick a fork <laughs> in it. Stick, <laughs> stick a thermometer. Actually, my Stab my problem was actually quite opposite. I was in there for too long. Oh. Yeah. I was Dang, like. You got comfortable. A, a little bit. I just was like tired. <laughs> I didn't want to get out. Like I was just like, all right, whatever. So Nothing's it was a removal. They're like, get out of here. You've been in here too long. Well, I was also upside down. Came out feet first. Yeah, I was. I, I was you. They pulled You're, you out feet first. Well, they were going to, but then they realized I was upside down, and I was like also three weeks late. So it was an eviction notice. You were born right side up, and everyone else was born upside down. Well, no, I think mm. too. Like the C-section makes sense because he's coming feet out and he's coming late. He's just gonna like push up against the walls, like with his hands as he's coming out to stay in there longer. Imagine so, like we gotta that. just rip this kid out instead. <laughs> he's gonna try to stay in there as long as possible. Dude, imagine that if he came out feet first. Like, why does that feet for a head? <laughs> <laughs> Doctors are all confused. Wait, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the very first time that happened, they were probably very confused. Because all the other babies had come out head first, and then the first time a baby came with its feet first, did they actually think maybe? It was well, I don't feet think it does. I don't think it can come out feet first. First, because then it the, can. Sometimes well, then the arms be, will like. It's just catch. very painful. Yeah. That's you gotta like wiggle, wiggle it out, or maybe like the doctors it, you know? go in gotta and they like, hold get the, the those arms good angles. Like, really close. You guys are yeah, having two different like, conversations right now. It's <laughs> funny. It it's a lot. It's a lot. This is fun though. It's so random. There's no context to this. We're just talking. It's easy. Talking about Ryan's removal date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His eviction notice. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's true. You're here. And look at you now. <laughs> look at you now. Yeah. Not much to look at. I guess, uh, a podcast. I guess That's why it's a podcast. There's I not much to look at. So you can listen. Right? The, instead of coming out the other way. The main way, you know, that kind of squeezes you a little bit, so it kind of stretches you out. Um, stretches you just, out. You're doing nothing. But when you're, uh, well, like the the baby, it's like kind of squeezes you, kind of stretches you out a little bit, um, makes you a little slimmer and taller. Uh, but I guess when <laughs> when Ryan, I came see where out, you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. Uh, that's um, that's why I'm short hi- sta- uh, height, stature. Height challenged. Yeah, a little more compact. Look, my dad. <laughs> a little more compact. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. I have to give you crap for it. I hold know. On. It's fun. But look, hold on. You can I, give me crap for being tall. Yeah, because my problem isn't I'm short. You're like just too tall. That's how it goes. I was born out of a giraffe. <laughs> look, and my dad was a bush, okay? Like, I, he was small. <laughs> if, if, if anything, I exceeded hype expectations for my family, okay? So you could say that Ryan is wow. packed down. There we go. Gosh dang it. It's <laughs> your new slogan. <laughs> it's okay, Ryan. And just like that, welcome to our other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Named uh, Stretched Out. <laughs> really tall people. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Sarah, w- what do you do for a living? What do you like to do? What's your thing? 
for a living or my hobbies? I know what it is, but I'm just asking you for the people. So when I yeah, I'm actually confused too. Are you asking for a job or what she likes to do for fun? Those are three very different questions. What is your favorite thing in this world? (laughs) My favorite thing in this world. I mean, aside from you. Oh, so (laughs) cute. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. My favorite thing, probably a place, and that would be Tahoe. Okay, Tahoe, Tahoe. We like Tahoe. I've never been to Tahoe. Tahoe. I still haven't been to Tahoe. I haven't either, actually. It's depressing. Okay, wait. When are you leaving for Texas? January. Probably like mid-January. Okay, that's kind of hard because it's going to be probably really snowy. Yes. But we can try to make a trip up there. Take the Jeep, put the seats in. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, a few years ago, snow-wise, the ski lifts on Heavenly, one of their uh, ski resorts, the ski lifts were buried. That's how much snow they got. Wait, that sounds buried? amazing. That sounds buried. like a fantastic. They had to shut to the resort down. I love because snow. Th- it was that sounds amazing. Snow. Yeah, but we we would have to take a week trip and plan two weeks just in case we get snowed in. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> that's fine by me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that would be that would be fun. I love. I mean, Tahoe in the summer. I'd rather go in the summer. We I can mean, go in the fall because in the fall they have all these aspen trees and they turn like a bright orange well, it color. Is fall right now. Yeah. Kind of. I'll be know, back to visit they, too. They just got their first snow like. A week or two ago. Yeah. And it was like maybe six or seven inches. Right now it's raining and it's not quite cold enough. Like six inches, right? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, you totally know what six inches is. That's about six inches. Because everyone can see that. That's a very accurate yeah, measurement. That looks more like two. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's the effort. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll definitely be back to visit. So, like, if we can't work out something okay. before I leave, like, I'll... I got a yeah. lot. Of, I got. I do have friends. Shockingly enough, I do have friends here that I will be back to visit. So. How about this? Every time mm. when when I go up for the two weeks and you're with me, what if we just stay for a week after and have them come up? That's if I can get that off for work. That is true. <laughs> I don't know. If I, we're planning things on here. <laughs> yeah, we are. And everyone <laughs> that's listening is like, do we really care about their soon-to-be plans? Yes, they do. <laughs> I don't think invited. they do. Yes, they do. All of what? Ten listeners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and our four out of the radio- ten listeners just in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you just heard your first episode not that long ago. Oh my God. <laughs> when you guys first did yours, I listened like the first two or three. Oh, did you yeah, really? I, I just recently heard the, I think it was the tenth episode when you had Jake on. That was just the most recent uh, one I listened to. Yeah. The I radio, the radio edit ones, though, but Sarah was telling me about them. The right? radio we still ones. have to, to upload to the video one. We may upload that later. We may upload this one before. Yeah, for, for you guys that are. got to edit that one. Yeah, stuff. there's a lot to go into that. But yeah. we did do a video podcast. That'll be that a was YouTube really edit. cool. What? I gurgled a little bit. Oh, and you didn't ew. hold it up the mic up to your throat when you did it. <laughs> I'm slightly disappointed. So For those who are listening, I have the inability to burp. So I let this little like And yes, she can fart. <laughs> that is the the apparent question I get asked the most after I say that statement. So Yeah, apparently a lot of people always ask her mm-hmm. after she says I can't. It's my party burp, trick. Can can you fart? Like, uh, pff, I'm yeah. not completely plugged. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> just just slowly blowing up like a balloon. <laughs> Turn into the blueberry girl from no. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Girls don't yes. fart. We toot. Now that's gross. That's worse. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. I my sister can blow out <laughs> a fucking room. Like, I, I'll, I'll throw room. her under the bus right now. I know she doesn't listen. She can clear out a fucking room. Girls with, with only one little bubble. Fart if they're comfortable enough 
like if they're on other girls like sometimes they will sometimes won't if they're comfortable enough with a guy or like their guy friends they'll they will let loose let me tell you that's true i guess you can consider me comfortable then so. <laughs> you're welcome now we're talking about sarah party that's cool <laughs> <laughs> where is this podcast going okay but uh you do science stuff you like science. i do do science stuff nice yeah. nice do do what, what what do you do for about that I work for NOAA. It's an acronym for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. I've probably heard this like 40 times. Nice. Why'd you ask me that question then? Because our th- listeners haven't. These and these people <laughs> don't know. It. The, the other two over there don't know. The That's listeners. BS. I actually do know. Well, we're the listeners. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I basically work on big fishing boats um, and take data on incidental and bycatch. So if you're out fishing for, like, swordfish and you catch a dolphin, I take data on the dolphin. If it's alive, I'll put it back in the ocean. If it's dead, if I can't take the whole carcass back with me, I'll take samples. Sometimes I'll take, like, the whole head. That's pretty gruesome. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's fun. Instead of, like, a deer head on your wall, just a A dolphin dolphin head, head, (laughs) that'd be kind of cool. I think I'd be low-key scared. I think you should try to get the entire dolphin and make it like one of those singing bass fish. <laughs> just like connect it and mount it on your wall and have it like, like turn at you and like sing songs every once in a while. But just a massive one. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why they don't want us taking the whole thing back, one, because they don't have room on the boat. But the second reason is we put them in big body bags. And you can imagine what people would think when they see me carrying a giant body bag with like a 600 pound dolphin in it. Like, what did you murder on that boat? Can Especially since like you've been gone for probably a couple days, right? Like six days, yeah. And, and yeah, you just now show up, and you're like, "Hey, we Big killed somebody!" Big black body bag <laughs> <laughs> coming ashore. Guess what, what we that? found? Don't worry, he was just, just don't ask me off. questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be very intimidating to people that you need to be intimidating. Just to, lugging so. like everyone a on the dock is like over my shoulder. Away from <laughs> she knows people. She's got blood all over her face and hands. <laughs> just don't worry about it. Go about your day. I'll go about mine. <laughs> Down at the docks. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, this so, is illegal. So you're a science person, and Lexi, you work. I at, do work uh, in film. Thank you. I do have a job. Yeah, I do. I do work in film. I work on adult the film. No, but I do get that question a lot. <laughs> I work in film. Adult? No. So no. you get asked Kid. if you work in adult film, and I get asked if I can fart. Yeah. So we're <laughs> clearly both just winning Love that. in life. Love right that now. for us. High five. Love that. That was crisp. <laughs> Um, yeah, I work, I work in film. I started out working as a production assistant or like a PA, which is kind of just like a grunt worker. Basically I like run and get people's coffee. I'll drive and pick up equipment or art needs something, go to like run to target, like basically whatever they need. I'm there for. Um, and I've kind of slowly been working up to an assistant director, which is more in charge of the logistics of sets, like scheduling, organizing, making sure everything's running on time. Um, and then recently I've been working with talent a lot on set. So making sure once they get there, they know where they're going. They get into hair and makeup. They're on set when they need to be. If they need to run to the restroom, I know where they are at all times. I basically just babysit rich adults. Now, are are you, that's fun. Are you able to kind of tell us some of the talent that you've been able to work with or is, does that stay like confidential? Um, I mean, yeah, some of them I can, I just can't give you like a lot of details. Well, no, but like just like quick name drops. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, I've worked with Keegan-Michael Key, I've worked with Jack Black, I've worked with Khalid, Oh, he must have been fun. Alicia Keys, <laughs> um, uh, one of the Sprouse twins, Dylan Sprouse, worked with him on something, um, 
There's a couple. Oh, Adam Savage, the guy from the Mythbusters. Oh, really? Yeah, the the taller one of the Mythbusters worked with him. Um, Do you hear um, uh, Grant Imahara passed away like a few years ago, I think, or something like that? couple years ago oh he was one of the other mythbusters yeah uh, yeah yeah. that's right yeah Yeah, i do remember he had like some i I think it was like a cancer or something that he didn't really know about i think yeah i think it was because i think it was he didn't think it was like as serious as it was or something like that yeah yeah i think i do remember yeah hearing about that so sad if i'm not wrong didn't you also work with um johnny knoxville yeah, oh, that's right. I've worked with two out of the four main uh, jackass guys. I've worked with Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. Um, yeah, they're both they're super, like, they're exactly how you would think they are. This is the most, like, chill, like, down-to-earth, like, nice guys. <laughs> they have some, like, gnarly stories, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I can Actually, I, I recently saw a uh, little documentary on Steve-O, and it was, like, he completely opened up about everything about his past, and how he became jackass and it's yeah. kind of interesting like he actually went to clown school really yeah he went to clown school that's weird <laughs> like he, and he was at one of the wineries that i work at and really? it was just like yeah like maybe two or three months ago and it was probably just like the chill everyone's like oh my gosh go do something crazy he's like no i'm gonna sit here by the fire pit and drink he red probably wine. gets Thank that a lot much. like go totally. do something <laughs> stupid like no, no. I'm gonna <laughs> sip my petite Syrah, and you can just go away. <laughs> <laughs> go away. <laughs> wow. So, let's see. Sarah, mm-hmm. you're a writer. I guess you write things. I write things. Stories. Sure. And you just started a blog. Uh, I'm in the works of starting it. It hasn't mm-hmm. been launched yet, but okay. definitely working on it. Well, shameless plug. What is it? Sarah's science. Uh-huh dot com soon to be right you have to i think so if that domain isn't taken if it is then i'll get creative with something else yeah so is it just like it's definitely on instagram though is it about like your work stuff like what you're doing at like the noah program or is it some just of it will probably be i'll probably throw some of that in there some of it's confidential so i technically can't really be talking all about it um but other things would be like maybe just like fun facts or different like scientific articles or things like that that i can find most of it will probably be like things about scientific articles that you can start discussions on it's like hot topics that kind of thing oh nice that's cool i told her to uh do a thing where it's like every morning she posts like a new kind of short article for people to read type of thing because i mean she's a writer so she can make it entertaining science is boring so she'll make it Science is not boring. Science is not boring. You um, just, I'm sorry. Have you not s- seen Some scientists, when they're explaining things, it's really boring. Yeah, but so Mythbusters was far from boring. People are boring. <laughs> people are boring. Yeah, the, science the people, is not. The science people are boring. So There's actually a quote, quote from Adam Savage on Mythbusters where he said the only difference between blowing something up in science is writing it down. Yes. So science is very exciting. <laughs> That's true. There was, there was a thing that happened on Mythbusters. I don't know why we keep on coming back to it today, but... I they had a experiment go wrong and accidentally like put a cannonball through someone's house. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's an oops. <laughs> it was a huge oops. Speaking of things that accidentally went wrong, did you probably heard about it? Were yeah. you on that set? No, you weren't. Uh, no, that was in okay. New Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um uh what's his name? It was Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. There's shot they're having like malfunctions with the gun before it was they're loaded and it wasn't supposed to be loaded well it ha- it should be loaded with blanks here's even okay. if it is it shouldn't have been loaded period yeah. i i mean obviously i follow a lot of like film stuff on facebook i'm a part of a lot of different groups um and i just like know people throughout the industry as well 
So, and again, this none of, I don't, wouldn't take any of this as like factual. This is just what I've been able to put together from what people have heard. Yeah. Um, is basically that that set itself was just like not run well at all. Like almost the entire camera department had like walked off a few days before because of how things are being run on set. Um, there's normally supposed to be a person whose like sole job is gun safety. Even if it's like, like a rubber fake gun, there's always someone who's on set. You're always supposed to treat it as a loaded weapon. Even yeah. if like there's no physically possible way for it to fire. Yeah. But it sounded like because they wanted it to be, I don't know if it was they wanted it to be realistic or they didn't want to like have like a fake prop gun because they were going to do close-ups of it, which like there's yeah. so many ways to fake that or even CGI it like where it still looks good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I guess what had happened was or from what I can pick up was the 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 armor or the person that was in charge of it had checked it and said it was okay. Then the AD is actually the one as far from what I can tell is the one that picked it up and handed it to him was like, hey, like they said this is fine. Like, let's go do the scene. Um, which the AD should never, ever be touching a prop gun. Literally, no one should be touching a prop gun except for the one person who was in charge of bringing that gun to set and its safety, and then the one actor who is, like, going to be using it for the scene. Huh. And the fact that it was even aimed at someone, because even if it's a fake, even if it had been a rubber gun, it still should have been pointed slightly yeah. off, like, away from something. So it, was just, yeah. it sounded like that entire set was just so, kind of So, a wait, I'm assuming the gun went off and there was a real bullet in it. Uh, I don't think there because I you think can, it was a blank. It was, it was a blank, blank, but you can still uh, cause damage with a blank. It ended That's up, why you never shoot blanks towards anyone. They figured that out a long time ago. Yeah, but, but it ended yeah. up shooting or ended up hitting their director of photography. It killed her, and it hit the director. And I don't know what their state is. I haven't looked at the updates. I want to say they're in like critical condition. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Yeah, I think he's still alive, but he's in bad shape. But the the female director, whatever her, she passed. Yeah, she wow. passed away. Like, the cinematographer, like right then and there. Yeah, I, I, think th I believe so, it was yeah. on the scene or very soon. I'm pretty afterwards. sure she was airlifted, and it didn't take long. Wow. But I do know that her dad at her service was not blaming Alec Baldwin at all. Like he wasn't blaming him. Oh, it's he not. I feel horrible for him because right. even though he's like technically the one that did, there's no reason as to why it should have gone off at all. Like right. I can't imagine being in his situation. Yeah. No, he. That must suck to. I didn't even know about this. Yeah. yeah, he um he I saw this thing he accident or not accidentally he tweeted uh, probably 2017. He's like, um, I would hate to be the person to accidentally kill someone or like I it would it would feel some something along the lines of accidentally killing someone like he was feeling for someone else, and then he did and now he's like yeah well the thing is well he's just always been very much against guns as well um oh well this will put him even more <laughs> yeah but like there's i mean there's been other instances on film sets as well like with guns there was i forget her last her her i forget her name i feel really bad that i do forget her name but she was i think it was an indie film set that she was on and she got um hit by a train and she passed away as well because oh, of very basic of safety. And it's like, this has happened before on sets. Yeah. And I mean the, the entire film industry is just like has been in the news for the past few months. Cause the entire industry or not the entire industry, but like a big chunk of the industry almost went on strike a couple weeks ago. So it's like, it's just been a total, just the whole total mess. film industry or just for that show. No, not that show. It was a union that they were renegotiating their contract, but the union itself um, covers like a ton a ton of people in the industry so basically if oh. all of them had gone on strike it would have basically shut down the entire industry because a lot of um, art department is under that as well so all like the prop houses would have closed so like even if you weren't 
a part of that union you're shooting a non-union show like tv show or commercial you wouldn't have been able to go to those places to get the supplies you need jeez and wow. they're basically just fighting for like humane working conditions is kind of which is really sad i thought i thought it was a lot more organized than that like oh thought, you would think that you would yeah you would think that but once you're like because yeah. yeah everyone's like oh yeah you work in hollywood it's super like glamorous you know it's like yeah like oh everything's cool easy when i go to work as especially as a production assistant when they always tell you it's gonna be like a 12-hour day like guaranteed a 12 hours or whatever whenever i go to a job i always assume i'm gonna work for 14 to 16 hours because that is the average that i work the Jeez. longest day, the longest day I've ever had was an 18 and a half hour day. Did you have to go to work the next day? Thankfully, no. Thankfully, okay, I had yeah. a couple <laughs> days off before my next job. But there aren't like there are people, especially on TV shows that are like, you know, reoccurring each week that will work 15, 16 hour days and do that for like six days out of the week. Have like maybe half of a day to recover and then have to go back to work and like do it all again. So they're wow. trying. They're fighting for at least 10 hour turnarounds. Um, I think they're also fighting for at least or at the max a 12 hour day um, from like the time the first person gets there to like that when that person leaves. Yeah, because they'll they're very they're very sneaky and tricky about things. Yeah, because I was I was recently on something where it was on paper. It was a 12. It was technically a 12 hour day because mm -hmm. general crew call was at 9 a.m. And then ta taillights, which is like when the last person is like leaving, like they're, you know, their taillights are like leaving the. Yeah, place, yeah, yeah. Um, is 9 p.m. I had a two-hour pre-call, so I had to be there at 7 a.m., but okay. I had to go pick up a van since I was shuttling people from, like, where the crew was parking to where we were shooting, um, and had to, so I had to be at the place to pick up the van at 6 a.m., so my day started at 6 a.m., even though technically on paper it was like, oh, well, our entire production started at 9 a.m., and then I worked, I didn't get done because I had to return the van afterwards. So as soon as I dropped off the van, I texted the producer. I was like, hey, I'm done. Here's like my out time. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't get done until 9.45. So I worked from 6 a.m. to 9.45 and mm. still had like a half hour drive home. Nope. No, thank you. And that's <laughs> a very average day for me. That's there, a there was a documentary that she <clears throat> that she told me to watch. It was, uh, what was the name of it? It was called Who Needs Sleep? It's on YouTube. It. It's like an older documentary, but it's really, really good. And it kind of like. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, like some of these people I've even talked about, like people who have died driving home because they were that tired and lack of sleep. In the film industry? Yeah, yeah. Like people have died, like they've fallen asleep at the wheel and crashed their car and have died because they have been worked, like overworked on sets. And the thing is, it's like, Jeez. you could be like, oh, well, you just like refuse to like, you just like, you know, like go home at like a certain point. But because the industry is so competitive and like people are, I mean, people are replaceable. Like yeah. even if you're like amazing at what you do, like might be hard to replace you. But like the fact is people are replaceable. So because of that, no one wants to have a reputation for being someone that complains or is like, oh, we're working. We're on hour like 14. Like why are we sitting here? Blah, blah, blah. Like no one wants to be that person Jeez. because then they're not going to get hired back again. They need like a, like an OSHA kind of thing, but for the film industry. No. Yeah. That's what, so that's what the union is. That's what the, oh, they're okay. renegotiating. So it's called IATSE is like the, the oh. kind of the one that's been in the news recently. Yeah. So that's what they're doing right now. They're fighting. They're trying to change their contract so it's a oh. solid like 10 hours or 12 yeah. hours max and they're trying to make it where there's more consequences for like penalties because there's a thing like a meal penalty if you work for six hours you legally need to get like a 30 minute lunch break like, yeah for food that's just like very general yeah. thing um i don't actually i don't know if this is the case for other industries but for the film industry um you can if you go over that six hour mark and like you don't break someone for lunch then they get it's just a, called a meal penalty mm -hmm. so you have to pay them for like an extra hour of work but Ooh. what productions will do is budget those penalties in to like when they're like 
budgeting and scheduling everything so that they can overwork their crew more. Okay. The, I think the most extreme one I ever had was I worked for nine hours straight before I got a my yeah, meal break. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, but they only had to pay me like an extra hour of work. Cause it doesn't matter how many hours they go over the fact that I hit the meal penalty. They're like, okay, well cool. Pay this. Why are they, why are they in such a rush to like, why are they trying to pack everything they can in one day? Because they get more content that way. They can put out more, they get more money that way, especially with when COVID hit and all the streaming services were going like oh, hard. Yeah. They can get more content. They can, if they can overwork their crew and pump things out quicker then they get more money. But they haven't raised, like, the wages for anyone either. So they're trying to meet at least, like, a living wage. It's just, it's a, it's, they're very, ter- like, they're literally inhumane conditions that, like, these people are working in. And so everyone is finally just sick and tired of it. Hence why, like, the strike almost happened. Yeah. And I would assume, just me kind of, like, spitballing, I think it would also be dependent on, like, like, the type of shoot. Like, if it's a night shoot and you're shooting outside, you only have, like, you know, so many hours until the sun comes back up. That yeah, you but have you have cram- the next day. You would think, you know, but sometimes maybe night. like it's against the contract to shoot the next day. Like they have to fill. Like I mean, who knows? It's all probably based off of budget. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's budget scheduling, especially. It depends what kind of content you're doing as well. Like feature films can maybe get away with it a little more, like kind of with scheduling stuff because they have more days. Commercials, mm-hmm. it's very much like we have one, maybe two days to get things, so you um, have to like stay to get what you need. Like the one thing that i worked on the reason it was an 18 and a half hour day was we had to get everything done that one day and they only had the location that one day they only had the talent for that one day so everything was scheduled for that one day so they're like we have to get everything like today wow that sucks i'll (laughs) stick with my fish guts yeah (laughs) (laughs) jeez that's uh stressful oh yeah very very much so that's but sum it all up stressful (laughs) the thing is too like from what I like, what I'm saying, like from like the jobs I've experienced stuff, like it sounds really bad, but there's a, people that have it much worse than me because I do mainly commercial stuff. Like every once in a while, I oh, jump on like, right. a yeah, pilot yeah. TV show. So I've experienced working. I think the uh, the longest one I had, I was on a pilot episode for a show for two weeks, and every single day on that one was a 15 or 16 hour day. And I was like, I can't imagine if I did this for like months at a time. Like like the people that do work on like features that go for months or TV shows, it's like they have it so much worse than I do. And I'm like, I can't. Because some of them like they have like they have families, but there's people that they don't even get to see their kids. Jeez. Like they don't s- spend any time with their spouse because it's like they literally just don't have the time. They get home. They can like eat food, shower, sleep for maybe two or three hours and they have to wake up and head back and work another like 16 hours. How come these guys like the actors never look dead tired all the time (laughs) because the actors like they when things are being set up between scenes they can go back to their trailers they can they can if they need something to eat we go get them something to eat if they need something to drink we go get them something to snack on their stuff on the way to give it to them no (laughs) when you're hungry (laughs) um no like there are there are (laughs) there is like food and stuff on set it's called like crafty it's like normally set up if you need like to go grab coffee or like food like kind of in between meal times like you have that but a lot of the time you just don't have the time to go do that there's some sets you don't even have time to like go to the bathroom on like you're just constantly working there was one set i was on i ended up doing four different jobs I had to do the clapperboard, like yeah. slate the scenes at the beginning of each thing. They also put me on hair and makeup. So like if they were too like shiny, I had to go and like spot them or whatever. I was also helping run talent. And then also I was on paper. I was just a PA. So I was also like helping set up tables and do all that stuff. So that day, I think I s- when we got our lunch break, I sat down for the 30 minutes at lunch. For the rest of that day, I was on my feet. And I think that was a 16-hour day as well. Jeez, that sucks. 
Now, a question for you. Do you know if, like, it's almost the same deal when, like, a show is, like, filmed in front of a live studio audience? Like, I would think, like, maybe it's a little bit more strict on, hey, we're not going to be filming for 16 hours. I yeah, mean, you got, you, you got you a think. live audience, right? Like, yeah. so, I mean, may, I know it's, like, a 30-minute show. Maybe they film for, like, two, three hours. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I've never I've never worked on a show with a live audience because, again, I mainly do commercial stuff, but I've been in a live audience. I went to a taping of America's Got Talent with one of my friends and we were just like in like the audience or whatever. Um, so, I mean, they tell you to get there at like a certain time or whatever. Then they like shuffle you in, sit you down. You watch like the different acts go on and they're like, OK, cool. Thanks for coming. But I know that the entire crew has been there way longer than I have. Like, because they have to get there. They have to set up and prep for the audience to come in. They have to coordinate, okay, we're going to have them come in this way, do this thing, put these people here, move this here. Um, So the, because once, like, the performances are, like, going, it's, like, obviously it's, like, okay, we have to get them through because we can't hold these people here for forever. So I think, I don't think we were there for a super long time. It was maybe a few hours, and then they they let us go. Do they tell those people, uh, like, the Americans Got Talent people, like, okay, be uh, emotional and cry a little or a lot (laughs) (laughs) or tell us that you have something wrong with you or that you have something bad going on in your life or um as far as the talent like the like you mean the performers yeah because they always seem to like every single one they have this really sad backstory i i i haven't worked with talent on like those kind of shows but i know i think i can't remember what show it was i was like thinking about applying to like one of those it wasn't a talent show it was just some random something show mm-hmm. um and it might have been like survivor of the amazing race or something like that i was like oh this might be fun let me like check like what the sign up thing even looks like yeah and on there they have like li- a little section where it's like is there anything tragic that's happened in your life is there anything like oh. this that makes you stand out so they have those sections <laughs> when you apply so that might help affect who they choose yeah would be my guess i don't know for sure i can't say this as fact but based yeah. on seeing those because that's all it I, is now i yeah. hate to, i hate to say this but i had a co-worker of mine like let me give you a quick little backstory. My boss and I were watching like some quick like clips of America's Got Talent on YouTube, right? Yeah. And my coworker literally walks behind us and he goes, "Oh, another contestant uh, contestant with the sob story. He's going to win." And he walks out and like several weeks later when it got to the fina- uh, finals, the guy actually ended up winning. I was like, "How did you know that?" And he goes, it's "Another dude thing. with the sob story. Of course he's going to win." I'm like, "You know what?" Yeah. And I've noticed the ones with the sob story win. I, I th- it, it, it doesn't. Yeah, because they sense. make people feel bad. It's an them. emotional appeal. Yeah, they they make them. Like, America's oh, got talent. Emotional. You, go, you should attraction. win because you have talent, not because you're emotional and are going through things. That's America's I'm sorry. got depression. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we all do. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Jeez. No, film industry sounds like it sucks. I definitely wouldn't want to be in it. It's rough, but the thing is too, it's like I do, I do genuinely enjoy what I do. It yeah. is fun. I love working with talent. I love working with. I love like scheduling, organizing. I do like love going and getting people their coffee too. I don't know why it's fun because no one is ever sad to see you when you're bringing them coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I had people bring me coffee at work, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I do. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. I do enjoy what I do, but the actual industry itself is just very, very. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say sad industry because I feel like that's a really... It's a mess. It is. It is a mess. But, like, they've been fighting the past couple months trying to fix it. And I do I do think either the contract will change. Hopefully. I think it'll take a while. Yeah. For sure. So I was actually kind of surprised that the strike didn't happen. 
because yeah. they were like, hey, if we don't have the things we're asking for by this certain date, then like we are going to strike. And people like had signs like they were ready to go. Like they were like up in arms. And I think it was Sunday night. They were like, oh, well, we they've met some of our terms. Like here's like the deal that we've reached. And then the union, like the people get to vote on that and decide, yes, cool. We want this contract or no, go back into negotiations. But the contract that they brought to them was super, super vague. It was basically like, oh, yeah, we'll promise better turnarounds. And that's like, well, what does that mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's not specifically saying, like, the 10-hour turnaround. Or, like, oh, well, we'll make sure you have better working conditions. It's like, okay, well, our working conditions suck as it is. So, like, what does that mean? You know, they yeah. were super vague with their terms. Yeah, that could be, so like, I think just it's cleaning gonna, a table. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. So, <laughs> I do think oh, that those are going to get denied and they'll have to go back into negotiations. I do think that they did those vague terms just to avoid the strike. Yeah. Because that, like, literally would have shut down the entire industry. And I think I was reading it would, would have been the biggest strike since, like, World War One or something. Whoa. Because of how really? many people are, yeah, involved in that. That's kind of insane. That is insane. Yeah, so clear yeah, so clearly they wanted to stop that from happening because then they lose money through yeah. that. Yeah. So where it's like you could literally save a bunch of money by just paying people what they deserve to be paid. I think it'd be common sense. Exactly. But no. So hopefully I don't know. I've been following that pretty closely too, because that's been like the entire past like month or two. It's just been yeah. a mess. And I'm glad that it's finally coming to light though. Because I think a lot of people just didn't know how bad conditions were. Because mm-hmm. even within the industry, you don't talk about it, you don't complain about it, because you're afraid that, you know, you're gonna get fired or someone's gonna, you'll be known as a complainer. You never know you're who's not, listening. Yeah, and like you're not gonna be hired again. But it's like it's come to a point where people just don't care. They're like, we will go another. Because I mean, everything was shut down during COVID. But the fact that they're willing to go another couple months without work, if it means that they will be treated better, like I feel like just speaks volumes as well. Wow. Jeez. No. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I'm curious, like, when you're on the boat, like, are you kind of, like, doing, like, ridiculously long hours, too? Or is it kind of, like, a little bit more structured? It depends on how the fishing is. So, when I went out last time, we did linked gear, which means it takes, like, anywhere between 10 minutes to an hour to pull a hook in. So, if it is linked gear and it's short, then I could we could be reeling f- fish in once every 10 to 15 minutes. And they're swordfish, so they're they're pretty big but if it's doing like long distance link gear then it c- i could just be sit there and chilling for like an hour but then i think with the way that i get paid is i get paid daily rather than hourly so i could just be like hey give me a minute on this fish i'm gonna go eat lunch so i don't have to be like a six hour period or like a legality system where i have to eat for a half hour i could just go and eat wherever i feel hungry and then come back for the fishing but the kind of crappy thing with the day pay is like i can go out for a day trip for four hours and get a full day's pay and make like 60 bucks an hour or I can go out for like a month and make a full day's pay but work like 16 18 hour days and make like 5 bucks an hour. So it but like depends. if you're if you're I would think if like you're on the boat for like a month, right? And you're mm-hmm. out in the like regardless, like the next day that's still a whole nother day. So wouldn't you still get paid like a whole nother day's pay because of the fact like it's per day? Yeah, or? it's a per day pay. So even if if I leave the docks at 11 p.m. And I get back at 1 a.m. That's a two days full pay, regardless if I'm out on the water for four hours. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, not half bad. It's pretty cool. And she but gets paid to be on standby. I do get paid to be on standby. The only crappy thing with being paid to be on standby is I'm not vaccinated. So if I'm changing boats in between assignments and they're two different boats, two different crews, I have to have an unpaid 14 day quarantine. So I don't get paid for two weeks. And then they then I get put back on standby and wait to find another boat that they can put me on and I don't know until I get like a 48 hour notice until I get put on a boat. So it's like I can't really make plans like a 
month ahead of time because I don't know what I'm going to be doing a month ahead. I don't know what I'm going to be doing like two days from now. It's totally up in the air, which kind of sucks, but I do get paid to be on standby, so it could be worse. But then, so I guess another question is, is if like you're on a boat for, let's say, a week, mm-hmm. even though you get a day's pay, there it's a big possibility that you could be like, hey, I have to work almost all night because we're still fishing, and yeah. you're up almost all night mm-hmm. still doing. I'm up as long like as the crew is up. So if they're up fishing, I'm up fishing because I have to take data on the stuff they catch on purpose and the stuff they catch on accident. So everything that comes up onto that boat is my job. Wow. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, so if they want to stay up late and fish, <laughs> you're screwed. I'm there. <laughs> Jeez. So you're saying with, like, the dolphins, like, sometimes you'll take part of, like, the carcasses to mm-hmm. study or whatever. Do you do the same with, like, the swordfish then? Is it just kind of whatever The animal? swordfish, not so much. The only things I take from the swordfish are the stomachs. Because that's what they're studying. They don't really need everything else. They're just studying the food chain, basically, when it comes to swordfish biology, I guess yeah, is what you can consider it. They don't need the stomach. No. So basically what you're saying... What if they're is still living? I think they still need their stomach. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not to the swordfish, okay? <laughs> so you've never taken two swordfish carcasses and just got, like, their head and had, like, a, a battle, like, a sword battle with, like their sword because i feel like that's the first thing i would want to do when i see like a dead swordfish well, is, actually, like, the cool thing fight. the cool thing with the swords is that a lot of captains will cut them off and they'll keep them and they'll dry them out and they can actually it turns into like a wood and they'll carve stuff on them oh. and they'll I keep them one. yeah that's so, so they'll, cool they'll be like wall mounts they'll be like wall art it'll be the swordfish swords i guess you can call them yeah pretty much i they guess it'd be the sword s- they reek they smell they're like we were walking along really? the docks and yeah, they're in this big, like, trash fine. can. Yeah, <laughs> Febreze, the, the swordfish <laughs> swords. No, but they're in this big trash can, just basically, like, drying out, like, rotting. But because the, the they're not really scales, but they're kind of scales. Because they're so thick, those don't rot. It's just, like, the meat that's inside. Mm. And then it turns into, like, a really thick styrofoam. That doesn't have any smell to it. And then you can carve on them. That is so weird. That's so interesting. Yeah. I never knew that. Wow. That's yeah, cool. That's, that is cool. I just... The smell wouldn't, uh, if bad. it smells that bad. It's bad. I but once they're, is once it something you get used to? Like once oh you're yeah. on the boat for a couple totally. days? Once you first walk in, you're like, oh, it's, and a lot of the times all the crew are unmarried men. And you can imagine how you like unmarried men's apartments, let alone be putting on a boat that smells like fish. No, as soon as you said unmarried men on a boat on like that smell alone. Bad. Would, yeah. Not great. And then you put fish guts in there, and it's just like, yeah, it's the just perfect like, mix. Mm, smells like fish. Smells yeah. like fish. But there's you do. A, you get used to it. There's a holiday candle for you. <laughs> <laughs> Unmarried men on a fishing boat. <laughs> there you go. Yankee candle, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Most unbought candle scent ever. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> Dang. I hear a lawsuit. I guess. Why would it be a lawsuit? The unmarried men on the fishing boat going, hey, 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 I feel targeted. The lawsuit, especially if it's Yankee Candle. Oh, oh, because it smells like them. I yes, feel like they exactly. Wouldn't. There you go. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't do a lawsuit. They'd be like, oh, that's funny. Let's it, buy nine of them. They'd for the probably boat. open it and be like, it smells like nothing. Where's, yeah, where's, that's true. Like This one scent? doesn't even have a smell because they're so used to smelling like themselves. Yeah. Why don't, why don't they don't seem like the lawsuit guy. If you had a like a candle that said like Karen on it, you would have a bunch of lawsuits because there'd be like a picture of like you know like the like the the, like the 2011 haircut. blonde haircut. Yeah, well like the like weird side thing. You would have a lawsuit for sure, and it would be the Karens, which would be really funny. The Karens would win though. 
No, they wouldn't win, but it would be hilarious because yeah. Karens would be Karening over a Karen candle. The hell would a Karen? <laughs> That's a tongue twister. <laughs> the hell would a Karen even smell like, though? Like what? It, it like like lawsuits strong... and divorce. Yeah. Starbucks <laughs> yes. and let me speak to your manager. Hey, yeah, there you go. Ooh. It would. It would pumpkin be very spiced strong. rage. <laughs> Just throw me under the bus there. Thank you. <laughs> no, you didn't even drink it all. Though. You're not a Karen. You're the opposite of oh, a Karen. Speaking of, I'm kind of thirsty right now. So. You see, you're welcome. It comes in handy. I love that we all just silently watched. <laughs> I know <you> that. <laughs> we like, could have continued the conversation, but no, we all just were like, "Let's Tyler watch Starbucks it. ASMR." We needed to see him. Actually. Yeah, you guys want some ASMR? Ugh, please no. <laughs> I love the sound like effects. Too. I don't <laughs> understand how that is such a big market. You ASMR. Hate it. I, don't, I hate it. I, I do too. It, like the live videos on TikTok and stuff I like that. Scroll past. Immediately scroll Immediately. I want to punch them in the face. Yeah, it's it enrages so me. Gross. It's supposed to relax people, right? Yeah, no, it does the opposite. It triggers me. Like no, that yeah. sounds like someone's whack. I love off. the example. I saw one I, where she was putting shaving cream on her microphone, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why? Don't do this. Yeah, I can actually do that right now. It probably sounded like. <laughs> it was just. No, you guys, disgusting. you guys can hear that later. It, it's gonna be blown out. Oh, Tyler's session no, now. Like my apologies. I will clean this later. Uh, that's <laughs> the one Durf uses, so it's okay. He'll probably so it probably should have been cleaned anyway. For our other <laughs> yeah. podcasts. So, yeah, I think I think we're going to plan on, what, merging most of these this stuff together into one? The, po- the podcast? I thought this was. And radio? Wait, we're going to do a podcast radio right now? No, no, no. Like, the other one that we do, Topsoil, and this one. Did you just say Topsoil? Yeah. The other one that we do. We're doing Pack Down right now, right? I, yes, I know. Yeah, I know. The other okay. podcast that okay. we do. Yes. Because I'm pretty sure all of our listeners are the same listeners on both. Okay, okay. No, I f- I'm following. Yes. So, so yes, we're going we to have a media group. Yeah, it's going to be like a media group together. So they're all going to be under like one kind of thing, just different categories on each. So Topsoil is more drinking stories and you know, stupid drunk. stories yeah and this, this one's, one's more metal music um biking uh what else i mean actually radio actually metal radio hold on what you just sparked something for me i tend to do that yes you do sorry do you guys need a minute we can leave the room no if- I want, you guys. I want you guys. <laughs> we need to, like, do trans- film, we need so. to transfer information. <laughs> okay, go I ahead, want Ryan. you guys to kind of tell us how nervous you guys were both on your first time ever downhill mountain biking. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, I was very nervous. Well, you had an idea. What's the idea? That is the idea. What? Oh, that topic? I want, I want to know. I want them to explain to us how nervous it was when they went downhill mountain biking for the first ever time oh you just had a good idea question well well, yeah because then you because yeah because you brought up hey yeah downhill mountain biking metal and i was like wait a minute that's a great question let's and then that sparked that idea so now can we continue with the conversation okay sure all right thank you Jeez, bro, <laughs> that was all on you. <laughs> no, want to bet? Because we we're we we're talking about the the whole media group, and then uh, well, I went you're back. Like, oh, I have a good idea, and I thought and it was that's about a great that. idea. I thought it was about that. That's how I'm confused. That's how I was confused all okay. along. Okay, go for it, ladies. How was you, it? You can start. Let me go first. Yeah. Basically, my first time. Ty showed me some videos on YouTube. I think it was 
the like the green the beginner ones yeah yeah going like green the green going green yeah. yeah he's like this is what it's gonna be like super easy blah 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 we go to the bike rental place he puts me on a bike and he's like here's your brakes this is front this is back don't fall off and i'm like I almost gave her the same advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We get on we get on the chairlift and we get to the top. He's like, all right, we're going to hit turtle. And I see a little blue square for intermediate. I'm like, the only videos I've ever seen are for beginner videos. And you're putting me on an intermediate trail. I think I showed you turtle, though. I don't know. On the I, don't, I mean, they're videos. I mean, I yeah. Really the other advice I told her was don't grab your front brake too hard. Or else I'll go over the handlebars. Yeah. Yeah. But literally... So the way trail connect trail the way turtle connects is like it's that one little trail and then it starts as turtle if you're on chairlift two mm-hmm. and yeah, the first yeah. I don't know twelve seconds I was into the ride I eat it and you're like a hundred yards ahead of me and I have to get up I'm all dirty and I roll I walk the bike up to the start of turtle you're like did you fall I'm like does it look like I fell and you're like yeah I'm like yeah you're like good don't do that now you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> yeah um. You what? You like hit a little tree stump or something? Like I think that. I just hit a berm too hard. I oh. think I hit it too high and it was soft. Freaking digging it! You got you got to freaking mm, muscle it in, it in. Yeah. muscle it in. Yeah. I didn't know that. I one was foot <laughs> drift it, lock up the rear. You know, Slide nervous the back out end. of my ass. Yeah. See, here's the thing. That is the advice you needed to give us before we went on the trails. Because the first time I went, I was fine. You would not be able to do that advice. <laughs> no, but if you said to like not hit it high, if you're like, oh, like when like you on the berms, like you know, oh, dig you it gave low. me good advice halfway through the day. You're like, oh, make sure you're looking like like further ahead of yeah, the trail right. than you think yeah. you need that's to. But you told me that the second time we went, not the first time. I didn't think about it until like I I, I turned Thank around. You. Yeah, I turned Ooh. around and I was like, oh wait, she's looking like right in front Straight of me. Straight down. Yeah. Well, I realized so. I, I once again. Everything like when it comes to me, like it almost comes like first first nature, right? <laughs> so when she was like, look she, she looked at me, she goes, "I don't know what you're doing, what I'm doing wrong," and I was like, "Wait a minute, you're probably looking down, aren't you?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm all, ha, look straight ahead." Yeah, but I didn't realize it through halfway of the day, and she kept on crashing, and she's like, "I don't know why I'm still crashing, I'm all." what are you doing wrong (laughs) in my head i'm all seems fine and i'm like oh wait you probably don't know how to look where you want to go i do also remember the first day that we went we we were camping up in big bear and the night before we didn't go to bed until like 5 30 no no it was like three o'clock Three. I don't okay. think it's much of a difference. No, I don't. I think it was earlier than that. I think it was like probably like around one because we were on the campfire. The first, the first night we were there until like f- we were up until like five thirty. No, we showed up at well, one. The, well, yeah. the first night, yes, but not the night when we, before. The night we before went. we went to bed at like two or three. Well, because we then, had that whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the Friday night we stayed. Yeah, we stayed up till like five or four. Or yeah. Something like well, that. yeah. That's because we just got there and we got there way late. We yeah, got we got there, there at like one. And or that, like then that. we and still then we, set up and then we didn't want to like go to bed right away. Because I remember no. zipping up the tent window and I'm like, "That's the sunrise. I'm I'm going I'm going to bed. It's time." You're talking so quiet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't, can't really do that. In those um, but I remember the following morning for when we started mountain biking we were like let's get up at seven so we can get there by eight and bike rentals because it opens at what nine yeah it opened at nine yeah and you're like banging on our tent at like 7 30 and i'm like ryan go away <laughs> <laughs> tyler was not waking up and we all agreed hey we're waking up at like 7 seven thirty. Yeah, and my body did not want to wake up <laughs> yeah i know that and so i like for me i'm all hmm 
how can I like subtly try to get everyone up? So I started putting things away and I was trying to make as much noise as possible. I didn't even hear that. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> did. Was I was part. awake and I'm like, Ryan, why? Why are you doing this to me? And I just see him snoring and I'm like, ah, you suck. I'm awake, <laughs> but you're still dead asleep. <laughs> that was fun. We still have to do another camping trip. That was so random, but yes. Yes. What, we're, what do you mean random? We're, we're talking, talking about, about camping, camping trip. Camping. <laughs> we're that talking we about mountain on. biking. We're talking about the camping trip. Yeah, we transitioned. Yeah, but, but I wanted to go back because she hadn't finished. Yeah, her. that's true. She hadn't finished her first experience where I failed to teach her. How many times did you fall? The ver- like the, the entire first day. day. The first day. The first day. Uh, like t- eight. Like it was probably more than eight. Probably like I ten to twelve eight. times. Oh, really? I thought you had it written down. I did. I don't. Ha- I don't think I've been written anymore. down. No, it might have been. I, I think it was eight. I, I don't think, think I ever eight. hit. It was 10. a solid yeah, eight. Because you guys both had the same amount of falls. Your first and I was eight. Okay, I was okay, it must have been eight. Because my very first run ever was four times, mm-hmm. and then it was really funny because it was the same thing. They're like, oh, we'll take you on like the easy, easy. trail. See, yeah. I didn't even get a YouTube video beforehand. All that, <laughs> all that I got, all that I got was, don't fall off. This one is your back break. Mm. That was the only instruction I got. Sounds and I was, I was like, asking, I was welcome. like, do you have like any tips for me? Like, I was like, I've never done. I was like, it's been a while since I've just ridden a bike in general. I was like, and like, is there like a certain way I want to like, like hit the turns? I was like, I don't really know what to ask you. So like, do you have any advice? He's like, yeah, just don't fall off. I was like, okay, great. So I'm just going to figure this out by myself. So mm-hmm. after like the first couple runs, it, I was fine because I started knowing what questions to ask because I would be like, oh, I like keep going over this one turn or whatever like how do I like turn sharper how do I do this thing or like this so then he's able to give me more specifics on oh well you want to do this or oh you want to be like because I didn't even know that you're supposed to like basically stand on your bike the entire time yeah until we made it down the first time he's like were you sitting and I was like well <laughs> yeah it's a bike and he's like oh no you want to like stand the entire time mm-hmm. and I'm like these are the things like you should have told me like it's a very basic <laughs> thing that I don't know in all fairness I tried to teach her the day that Durf got hurt yeah it's it's yeah, and that's I true, full that's sent true. it into a tree if you remember that correctly <laughs> That was after like three or four times. It's it's like those things. Standing up to us is like I didn't even think we had to tell them. You I, know, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, but that's I told him I was like pretend like I've never seen a bike before. Like just like treat me like that. Like that's how new I am to this. Yeah. So the fact I was like basically explain this to me like I'm five. But still, like even if you said that, it'd be other stuff. We wouldn't think about okay, stand. You like know, we, to us like we we it, most of it comes like you know just firsthand. We, I mean, I'm talking about basically, basically more so me. I don't know about you, but a, a lot of it, like things happen and you don't even think that you're doing it to happen. Like if you're following, like if you're going through a turn, you're looking ahead, like you're looking ahead. That's, yeah. that just comes like basic knowledge to me. Yeah. You're that's looking just, ahead. It's so and, natural. It's and, and like, weird. you know, oh, I'm going too fast. I need to like slam on the brakes right here and try to like, come like you know slide in the rear sli- it's a, slide the rear end into the corner or whatever it's literally all feel and you, you're going up to the turn let's say you're going in too fast for us um if you're going in too fast to a turn you just know exactly what to do to to slow you down just enough to take the turn fast and i do i do get that like i get that you guys have done it for years and like some things just kind of come naturally you don't think you need to explain yeah but the fact that like you volunteered to teach me how and it wasn't like oh let's just go mountain biking and yeah. see what happens we're like oh i will teach you and then you gave me zero instruction was literally the only thing that made me nervous because yeah. i was like i'm like i knew i would fall i wasn't afraid to fall i was like i'm gonna get hurt that's just like the yeah. nature of mountain biking the nature ma- of just me as a person in general yeah. um so it was the first couple of hills that we came up to 
because one of them it like literally just drops down straight into a turn and I literally just stopped mm. at the top of it and I was like I don't know how to do this I have no idea how to do this you didn't teach me anything I don't know how to do this so he literally was like pep talking me down this hill because <laughs> I was just at the top like I'm just gonna because there's a tree the yeah. other side of the hill was just like a straight like drop and then just a tree so like I'm either just gonna ride it down the hill or go into the tree yeah now that it, I'm thinking about it we even know like for for our breaks like how much break it is like, like yeah. how how much we feel on our fingers to how much the bike is going to stop. Yeah. Like, we or even know that. It's even just, it's even simple nature. things. For instance, most basic thing that I never even thought to explain, body position. Like, you, it just, oh, comes, yeah. na- it just <laughs> comes natural. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what about it? Like, it's, you no, just but stand like, there, no, but like, there's, well, there's no, no, but no, like, but like, like, you know, if you're, if let's say, like, you know, rock section. Elbows forward, kind of like in more so an attack position. Yeah. On the front of the bike, even in the air, you know how to like kind of maneuver the bike based off of your body position. In the corner, you know how to like kind of throw your body to the side and mm-hmm. like lean over a little bit more. Yeah. Like there's so much that just it, it's so natural. Like you know you just kind of fall along with it. Or if it's like a really steep descent, you know how to throw your back your body weight back so your back tire stays down if you're hitting the brakes going down like you know yeah or yeah. even if every like, little like the little every thing. little thing yeah even if it's really steep and you're having problems with like you know let's say you're slamming on your back brake and your back your back end is sliding we know just based off of like you know nature how to fix that to where we're not sliding down and like kind of like zigzagging when when it comes down to steep steep descents we know how to stay in control and that's so hard to kind of teach it's one of those things where it's like almost practice yeah and and it's and it and and in all fairness you didn't die and i still semi taught you your first time it might have been a couple runs later but i still taught you like yeah okay that's and like yeah the more because i like i don't expect you to teach me like oh like if like you hit this one certain thing you have to do like this like special technique it's like I just needed the basics and I didn't have that till like halfway through because I just figured it out after that. I was like, okay, this is fine. And then I've been, we went this season like what, like four or five times? We went so it's four like, times. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like hitting the tabletops now. Like I'm like trying, like trying to purposely get air because the first couple of times I hit the jumps was completely on accident. Um, but now like I'm doing it on purpose. And I'm like much more comfortable. I like know what I'm doing after going like just a few times. Yeah, so it's like, like, I get that. It comes with practice. She but. accidentally got air. I about shit myself <laughs> when I did it, but I did it. And I didn't eat shit either, so no, we're good. No, that's yeah, that no, that's awesome. literally how I did it too. The first couple times were both on accident, and yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I did that, and I like was okay. Oh, I bet I could do it on purpose now. Right. And then yeah, did I slam on my brakes and run into a hill and do a bed of flowers? Yes, but <laughs> did we eat it? No. So no. progress. I, I no. think the best part is like her first accidental jump was on one of the takeoffs that were actually built up higher for like the little bit more experienced oh, yeah. guys, and yeah, she yeah. didn't know that, and like. I was kind of too far ahead to like kind of tell her, hey, this, you know, maybe stay on the left. The right one is built up a little bit more and she jumped the right one. Because <laughs> <laughs> from where I was approaching it, the left one looked like it was going to be more intense of a jump because it really? looked more like angled. And the one on the right looked like kind of rounded. So I was like, oh, I can just I bet I can just roll over that one. Yeah. And as soon as I hit it, it was not that way at all. So mm-hmm. I just like, like I got like air on it and I landed. <laughs> I was fine. I stayed on the bike. I didn't even like go off the trail, I, like stayed on, like finish the run. Yeah. But then we did that one. 
we did a different a couple different shells and we went back to that one later and i was like oh i need to remember when it splits or whatever there's like the one hill like is a jump and as soon as i got to it i had the exact same thought i was like oh that one's rounded so i want to go over that one <laughs> and as i was in midair i was like i did this exact same thing last time but i landed that one too so i was like okay i can kind of do jumps now like yeah. good to know it's usually the right one is the bigger one Normally, yeah. now Usually. I now I know the right that. side of the no, jump is yeah, bigger. you know, trial by fire. Just that was cool. basically trial my experience. That's why I'm always biking. on the left. Except <laughs> for, I'll be honest, over at Big Bear, there's a couple of the takeoffs that the bigger one is actually on the left. Okay, uh, yeah, I think is that the top of what is it? it um, it's on Party Wave after you go down the bridge. If you hit that right hand. Several of those bigger takeoffs are actually on your left-hand side and not your right. Really? Yeah. You know how I know? I hit them. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> I know, because I'm like, oh, the corner's right there. Hey, there's the bigger one right there. And you, it's just like, I think they purposely do that. Yeah. You know, but it's, so it, it's, all, it's all depending. Yeah, definitely. But I'd say like 95% of the time they're on the right. 95 95 i'd say easy easy money again things you should have told us before we went mountain biking just throwing that out there well you figured it out did we break anything no so i mean did we come close yes a little bit a little bit did you die though i could have (laughs) that second time we went you (laughs) ate it pretty good i did i literally i went over i had i had bruises from the handlebars on my legs because of how hard i like went into the bike i remember seeing the gopro footage from that's right that was the (laughs) gopro one oh that was yeah the one run i did with the gopro that was the only one that day i had the gopro on was the one where i just ate it the absolute worst (laughs) yeah you were beat up yeah. You came down, you're like, ah, ha, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't cry. I just laugh. And, like, the more I'm injured, the harder I will laugh. Like, I broke my heel one time because this is a story. I jumped off the roof of our house into a pool that was too small. Very basically smart. what happened and broke my foot it's a very smart lexi move it yeah. seems like something you'd do but it's <laughs> like as soon as it ha- i was like in hysterics laughing because of how bad my foot hurt it's like i just i don't know why that's just always been my reaction to pain is i'll just start laughing i'd be screaming like i thought but i was just i was laughing so hard because like that's how bad it hurt jeez and it's like it's it's not like i like train myself to do that it's just always been like my natural reaction is to just laugh and i'm not sure why it reminds me of like you remember when you're younger and you hit your funny bone and it hurt so much but you couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. Now it's, it's just like ow. Punch the wall, you know. You're like, like damn punch it. But whatever like, you no, like that it, it the, her saying that like reminds me of like when you hit your funny bone like ow. Ow. Yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. literally what it is, but it's for every single pain anything that I get. So Lexi's just one made up of funny bones. Fun, <laughs> funny bones. She has 206 funny, funny bones. bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What are we thinking, huh? Well, she asked a random question earlier. What? Which There's she two you referring she's here. to. Although, random question, that sounds more like me than you. Yeah. yeah. No, 100% true. it was you. <laughs> you is Lexi. What for did anybody I wondering. I've said a lot of things. Something about a Frisbee. Yeah, the Frisbee and the salt. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to... I, I, in the beginning, you guys... Here's the you thing. Guys heard about it that. wasn't a question. I was just telling Sarah... I don't understand, like, my brain a lot of the times because, like, you know how you have a random thought, but you can kind of track how you got there? You're like, oh, I thought yeah. of this thing that reminded me of this thing that reminded me of this thing. I don't always have that. I will just 
a random thought will just all of a sudden appear in my brain and then I just I'm left to deal with that. <laughs> so I was telling her yesterday um, I was I wasn't feeling great. So I was pretty much like in bed all day and I was like just was like napping throughout the day because, you know, you're oh, you sick. Got COVID. You just rest. No, um, alcohol, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> not COVID, not hungover. COVID. Yeah, hungover. Booze. Um, anyway, so after, after one of my many naps, I woke up, and for literally no reason, my thought was, if I have a Frisbee, how much salt can I fit in it? Like, just like a, re- like a regular Frisbee, because, like, you know, flipped upside down, it has, like, a little lip on it. Like, how much salt, like, how many, like, pounds? Because I feel like you could get, like, maybe a couple pounds of salt in there. Three like, pounds. how much salt could you get? And I'm like, that's not really a question you can Google, I'm like, you could probably, I mean, you could easily just get salt, put it in a frisbee, put it on a weight, like a scale. But like I was telling her too, it's like, there's a lot of salt to buy for just one thing. Or if I find it around the house, I don't want to waste all our salt, put it in a frisbee. That's probably, I want to say. I'd say probably three pounds. I want to say 75 tablespoons. That's oddly specific. I feel like it could be more because a <laughs> tablespoon isn't like huge. No, it's, it's a spoon. But depending how how big your frisbee is. Well, it's just, that's what I'm saying. It's just a regular size. Like it's not like one of those tiny little ones. Like some people well, what like is promotional it? size. What is it? What's what? what? What size is the frisbee? Standard. Yeah, issue. like standard, standard regular. Issue. Issue. How yeah, big no, because they have fri- they What's have the fris- millimeters across on that one. <laughs> they have. I don't know. I'd have to do some research. How deep? But like they how have deep? frisbee leaves. Oh, so that's I another would say good question. Yeah. How deep? No, th- because some of the lips are bigger than the others. Yeah. I'm telling you how deep. No, I'm saying it's just like like standard issue for like let's say like uh because they have like flag or not flag frisbee ultimate frisbee ultimate like, and they have like a frisbee that they big. use yeah. those are normal frisbees those are like when you think of like throwing a frisbee in the park like with like a dog like or your friend or something. or something yeah like frisbee golf just a reg- like your run of the mill standard frisbee yeah mm. but even some of the other frisbees like the lip underneath is still bigger than others i know so that's what i'm saying i'm sure there would be a range like if you were just go to like target or walmart and buy a frisbee and then dump a bunch of salt into it like in my in my brain when I thought of this question, or I guess when my brain thought of this question, it was it was a specifically a green frisbee. So I feel like when I actually because I feel like now I was I have thinking to a green this. frisbee. I too. was yeah. thinking orange. I was thinking yellow. So now See, I Ryan feel like and I are on the same page. <laughs> not really. <laughs> orange, yellow, not really. The it's same. it's orange <laughs> is just a darker shade of yellow. Only if you're dehydrated. I mean, technically, shade oh, like colors are just shades of other. It's just a colors. red, a little bit of red in it. Because like blue is just like. Darker purple. Like, you could say that about all the colors. They're just different purple. shades of... There's a whole color wheel. This is, like, a whole thing. They just blend into each other. Yeah. That's, like... That's why colors are great. Colors are awesome. They are. There's so many of them, too. Sarah and the fact, <laughs> No, the fact that, like, butterflies yeah, can see, like, you. 24 <laughs> different colors that, like, people can... Like, I can't even, like, imagine what another color would so be. So, we have like, three... that blows my mind. We have three cones mm-hmm. in our eyes. Obviously, the three primary colors, yeah. right? One species of ocean or marine shrimp has 16. That's right. I heard the about mantis. that too. Mantis shrimp has like 16. I couldn't even like uh, try to imagine what another color would even be. You know yeah, what I mean? They see things that don't even exist to us. Yeah, which is insane to try to think of to like to try to wrap your brain mm-hmm. around in itself. Like almost six times more than we that's, see. That's insane. That's gnarly. I mean, if Science. you were on drugs, you'd Science. probably be able to see that. <laughs> that's <kidding>. also true. <laughs> Some of those drugs out there, cheese, you can hallucinate like a motherfucker. That's true. That's very true. But you can still only hallucinate in so many colors. Right, because we only have three cones. Yeah. 16. So can you stack the salt higher than the top <laughs> of the rim? That, no, yes. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I feel oh, like you wouldn't like want to just flatten it. it, it c- but if you go like cone shape, yeah. Oh. Like, like mounding it up? Yeah, like if you mound it up. Oh, I'd say a bag. How so like a pound a of bag? salt? Because I feel like most salt comes a in like a bag. Like whatever a pound bag, bag would fit. Like one <laughs> pound, Okay, because I can pounds. pull out like a little, like I'm now I'm. Now my head's going really bad. Ryan's I'm picturing you 
pulling out like a small little bag that you would use to hold Coke. No, because that wouldn't fit in the Frisbee unless the Frisbee was really Exactly. Small. So how big is the bag? Are you talking is about like sandwich bag? Or are you talking about oversized? fill up the Frisbee. Like a big flower bag? <laughs> yeah, because I think you can buy salt like by the pound. So maybe that's why I need to just buy like, like oh, get like a three pound bag of salt. Just, just looks like it'll fit. It and if it all fits in there, then cool, that's three pounds of salt. But if it you doesn't, can, you know, it's at least less than three you pounds. You can buy bags like that for like bakeries and things like that. I'm just making yeah. it they easy. Buy big things. The, the size of the bag is however much could fit in the frisbee it's the same size as the standard issue frisbee yeah regulation. okay so now regulation. what if regulation size just bag throwing of salt. this out there tyler what if i bought two bags of salt and i didn't open the bags of salt and i just put them inside the frisbee does that count as it being two bags of, of no because salt? it has to cone it's, it's, it's got to mound up so yeah, i have to pour up. it out see exactly yeah so I so I, I feel like the right amount of salt is the size yeah, of a bag that would fit. Bags, like, I'm that's cheating. You have okay, to pour the mind. salt out. <laughs> You're making it oddly simple. I'm making it very simple. The no, amount of salt that the Frisbee can hold is about one bag's worth, and the bag has the right amount of salt to fill up the Frisbee. Cool. Yeah, and if you were to simple. weigh that bag of salt, what would the weight be on it? Whatever the amount of salt would fill up a frisbee exactly <laughs> see that's the question it's not even a question big. it wasn't even a question this is literally just a random thought i had yesterday <laughs> that i was using as an example to explain to sarah that i just have random thoughts that appear and then i have to deal with the fact that that's in my brain now my brain sounds so boring now <laughs> it's it's like it's just a chaotic evil in my brain it just sounds like, like a disease <laughs> yeah do you have like adhd or something I don't think I do. I beg to differ. <laughs> 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 um, I don't have it. Okay, my mom got me tested. <laughs> I just, I actually, I don't think I do because I have friends that have it. Okay, so you would know. Yeah, probably. She just has like weird, random thoughts that just pop up in her head randomly, and it's hilarious. I just have a very unique brain. We I would love say that, though. There's a reason why I'm dating both Tyler and you. This is true, right? Keeps me entertained. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, well, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Don't worry, Tyler. D you you can date me too if you want. Nope, that's gay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Immediate no. <laughs> two two girls. That's fine. That's not gay. No, you're only dating one girl. No, you guys dating is not gay, but yeah, guys no. dating is definitely. But gay. us owning a podcast together, that's not gay. Isn't that almost like uh, that? That in technicality is almost like a marriage. In some countries, that is a marriage. You are committed if you with that other person together. doing that one thing. And this one thing in particular is a podcast. I mean, technically, that's just business partners, but... I'm not Ryan's gay, Ryan. Just jealous. Don't try to convince <laughs> yeah, me I am. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler? The, I, mm, what? The amount of times that you have got my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a little different. <laughs> that's different. That's not gay. Again, if you guys need a minute with the room, with this adult <laughs> yeah, podcast, we we're leave. more than happy to step out. No, no, we don't need it. That'll be later. I'm just kidding. So, and pack yet. down after dark. <laughs> after hours. <laughs> Stay tuned for another live video. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like we said earlier, Lexi works in adult films, so we're good. I'll I got be some outside connections. Sarah I can be talking about the science behind it all. <laughs> Explaining some anatomy. So, when friction. I feel like it's it's almost like natural and geographic. Now watch carefully as a Tyler <laughs> <laughs> dominates the Ryan. <laughs> Ryan fights back. <laughs> but he loses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
I don't know. Our no, silence in the corner. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. Wow. Unfortunately, I'm used to this. Wow. Well, what what else randomly goes on inside your head, Lexi? What else random thoughts? Like right now, what are you thinking about? Like what's the craziest thing you can think about right now? Well, like the craziest thing I have ever thought about or just like right that now. I can just conjure up in my brain? Right, yep. Conjure up in your brain right now on the spot. Are you wanting a question or just like an image? Like what? Where am question. I going? Question. Let's for? do a question. A question. Yeah. Okay. Give me. Give me like a minute. So have a, a minute long conversation about something else, and I'll think of something. How many leprechauns can fit <laughs> in a car? Ten. I'd say twelve. Well, how big are the leprechauns? Are we talking like? Wait a minute. Hold ones? on. Another question. Is it uh-huh. like a minivan or like a small car? Uh, are we talking about like Dan. smart cards deal or like? Dan. Okay, I have a question. Okay, there we go. The uh, <laughs> this is okay, but this, see, this isn't random because like because you asked me to come up with a question, I got like inspired by something, mm. and so I was looking at your the ceiling fan, and I was like, how? What do you think the world record like largest ceiling fan is? The one would it just be like gym? a fat like turbine engine where it was like? I guess that would just flatten you into the ground because if you have like the big ones on the side, it like so much force it just pushes you away. So if it was up, would it just like flatten you? No, because have you ever uh, seen big ass fans? (laughs) Have you ever seen (laughs) big ass fans? That's the brand name. (laughs) Well, no, there was um so Nitro Circus did a uh, contest, a BMX contest, not that long ago inside this like indoor skate park, right? Yeah, and they had in it, and it looked sketchy as all hell because like underneath it was a big ass ramp that like. To me, it looked like they could have easily gotten decapitated. But uh, there was a huge ceiling fan that had to have at least been, like, the blades were probably about 15, 15 feet long. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, like, the the um, the fans at the gym, those are pretty big. I don't look at the ceiling when oh. I'm at But, the like, gym. what would be, oh. like, the big... Because I feel like like an, like a, an airplane hangar, I feel like it has, like, Windmill. big fans as well. There we go. No, ce- ceiling see, fans, specifically yeah, ceiling fans, not, not just fan in general. Well, probably that one because or the one it can only be gym. so powerful. Because that's what I'm saying. It's pointing down sideways. It's fine. If you like a windmill, it's high enough up. It's like circulating air. If you like were to jump in front of it, you probably launched like a good distance. Okay. But a ceiling fan, you would get like if it was going fast enough, it would like squish you down because the air is pushing down, not sideways. So like it can only even if it's big, it can only be going so fast. You know? Yeah, it needs a lot of power. But like, what would be the biggest one? I feel like it would probably have to be in some like airline hangar or something to like circulate air through that. I don't know. The one that I saw, yeah, those was big huge. warehouse ones. Yeah, like, like this one was this one was weird. Like, uh, so it it looks like it's spinning super slow, but it's pumping a lot of air. Well, I'm gonna have to. I show mean, it. I'm sure it would have to be spinning slowly, so I'm, don't like injure anyone or like send them across. the floor. I'm gonna have to show you this later because like this one was huge and like it was uh, like so yeah, it was it obviously like a normal ceiling fan, but then the edges of it were almost like um like curved up in a way. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. And right underneath it was a huge spine and some of these guys were like hitting it like way high and I'm going, Okay, one wrong move and like or if you go too high, like I feel like your bike was gonna hit it, your head was gonna hit it, depending on what you're doing. You don't know. You know, like when you throw something out of spinning fan and it kinda like hits and then launches like the other way. Dude type uh, of thing. Yeah. Like, that's like, what would happen with his body. He'd hit the fan and go <laughs> Just go way. flying. Go like left and get thrown across. It's the, like the what's that thing at the casino? You like throw the ball and you like don't know where it's gonna land. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Roulette. <laughs> roulette. <laughs> yeah, roulette. <laughs> like it, I don't know. It, to me, it it's just looks sketchy. Roulette. But you know, of course, Nitro Circus—they don't care about sketchy. Nope. 
And it was. It was underneath, like, uh, BMX Nitro Games or something like that. It was nuts. Huh. Yeah, um, that's, I've, I've seen those warehouse fans. They're pretty big. Yeah. No, imagine having a skate park underneath it. Heck no. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. I don't even like standing up in my room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ain't that the truth? Um, we? I had one more thought. Yeah. I guess maybe just more comment about ceiling fans. Um, I, just, I, just, I don't know why. I mean, we we're talking about ceiling fans, but I remember during when you were saying your story, I, I'm not going to use names, but I dated this one guy, and I was talking to his dad one time about he literally this man talked to me for an hour and a half about ceiling fans not like not even exaggerating he about like how they're made about the different angles of the blades which was ones are used son in just different as boring yeah i was gonna say he sounds very no. boring because his mom was like very eccentric so i think it was like they the oh. like their relationship worked because the dad was very just like not they gotta balance each other yeah, out. They, they were ba- they're very balanced they very much balance each other out yeah um but literally for like, and I don't like want to be rude and be like, this is a boring conversation. I want to leave. Get me so out. I literally sat, just stood there and learned for an hour and a half about ceiling fans. It was, I don't remember how it came up. I think he saw one and started commenting on it. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Cause I like, you know, that's maybe a 10 minute conversation tops. No, an hour and a half about just ceiling fans the entire time. Jeez. Like, yeah. I mean, I get it if, if you're talking about like an airplane and its blades and stuff like that, but it, why ceiling? No, fan, just like, different types. Because you tell me about like big ones and hangers. You tell me you're like, oh, but even like the household ones, you know, some are made of like wicker and that affects the airflow this way. And like, and then you tell me about the angle of the blades and how they're installed. Like I was an expert in ceiling fans for like the rest of that day. I'm going to install <laughs> myself into the I other could, room. Honestly, <laughs> I could have I gone home and installed a ceiling fan myself. Yeah. But I am like the next day, was, all that information was gone in one year out the other. But uh, it was, yeah, I couldn't imagine why. He, did he actually make it like exciting at least? No, it no. was the most like it was very monotone. It was it was how you think someone would talk about a ceiling fan. It's a ceiling <laughs> fan. There's really not that much information to cover. Oh, gosh, that sucks. It's <laughs> terrible. Jesus, it's terrible. Yes. I, I could imagine that being a very boring conversation. I would probably end up falling asleep. I'd, I'd probably try and change the subject. I mean, very to be quickly. fair, it wasn't a conversation because I didn't really have much to it's say like about lecture. ceiling fans. Yeah. So it was more just an informative speech. You about had a free lecture on ceiling I did. Fans. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Dad's, all, <laughs> Dad's all. All right, pop quiz. What is this one over here? <laughs> I, I wasn't listening. Sorry. No, but like, <laughs> I literally I retained <laughs> the information just in case he like asked me a question about it late. Not like as a pop quiz, but like made some comment on something. I didn't want to be like rude and be like, oh, I like just ignored everything he had to say. So I like was like, like actually, here, I was like actually listening to him. I was like taking the information he was saying yeah. about like what angles do what, what kind of material in case he'd be like, oh, that's like one of these ones. Like remember I was telling you earlier, I didn't want to be like, no, I don't remember that. Like even though that was like two hours ago. Yeah. That's so when you I, lie and just say, yeah, I remember. I got it. Well, no, I'm really bad at lying. Like, I am a terrible liar. So he would have immediately known that I was lying. So I was like, I like, I was like, I was taking like it like was a lecture for school and there was going to be a final on it later <laughs> that day. Like, I was listening intently because I don't want to be rude. I mean, you can at least turn that into like an airplane plane prop or a boat prop or something, something more exciting. Yeah. But no, it stayed ceiling fans ceiling for the entire fan. hour and a half. I give you major props for sitting through that. Props. Sure. I, I don't get think it. I props. <laughs> and she works in the film industry. Yeah, we got props. Hilarious. Hey. I like how you tied that all together, bud. Yeah. That, that was, was good. That, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was creative. Very creative. Props. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> 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 what can you tell us about this one? Um, It it's is currently rotating. There are three lights on it. One of them is, needs to be replaced. It is completely No, I just unscrew it because it's too bright. 
Because it was too. I, I actually did just stare directly at one of the other lights, and that was like a little black <laughs> and, spot. Uh, yeah, that like one's on. Blinking. That one's definitely on. Um, the I mean, the blades are moving at like a steady rotation, so I can't tell the material they're made of. But they do look like they're flat, which is pretty standard for house ceiling fans. And I wish. What's I the was degree joking. on the blades? Well, no, because I like guess a solid like, thirteen. <laughs> I forget Probably the is. reasoning, but for like bigger spaces, they tend to try to angle the blades a little more, and I forget why that is. Well, it pushes more air down faster. Yeah, that's probably it. Maybe I, you're the expert yeah. on ceiling fans. Were you there? Were you listening? Well, it's just physics. It's not that hard. <laughs> but there's different materials for different ones, too, and I forget why they choose that. Because it's more than just, like, it looks cool. There's, like, some materials do different things as well. But it adds, like, different airflow and whatnot for different things. I can imagine the bigger ones are, like, the metal ones because... Okay, I like how we were saying talking break. about ceiling fans is boring, and that's exactly what we're doing now. And then the smaller ones. So I'm going to cut this off just for all of our sake before I have another hour and a half conversation about, about ceiling fans. Because now I'm contributing to the conversation. Paper because they, um, because they have. Are you just like rambling? Oh, yeah. he 100% I said the smaller is. Ones have That's why paper. I'm trying to. Like it, mm, I'm not making sense. Okay. Cut all y'all off. Should we, should we call it? I think this has been a great episode. I think this has been a great episode. Well, like to think I'm we've starving. Been entertaining. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've been entertaining myself. So, like, if everyone that's else true. is entertained, been entertaining that's just a byproduct. I, I've been entertained. Oh, good. Film entertained. Nice. Yeah. That is my job. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, try to follow us on our Instagram. Pack down. Yeah, gi- give it a try. It's yeah. not that it's hard. It's really hard to hit that button sometimes, but like. Yeah, I can tell. I'm just kidding. P a c k d underscore d o w n. And then we got a radio um, whenever we're going to do it again. I don't know. It's getting late tonight. It Yeah. So, I mean, our, the when we post and what we post is always going to be random. Uh, like we have explained before, it's going to be a mix of regular podcasts and then our podcast radio. Um, once again, like we always say, if you have suggestions, comments questions go ahead and message us on instagram as well we will reply yep um and we've said it before once we hit 100 uh followers the giveaway giveaway we got to come out with an official shirt but yeah i mean that's minor details but there will be a giveaway so guys keep on listening like us on spotify follow us on anchor we're still working on trying to get onto the other platforms yeah we're working on it um how can we do you want people to find you like not to murder me <laughs> on social media i uh, if they you want can to give out yeah. your instagram handle if you want if you don't care okay yeah i don't i don't care Go surely it, it's surely i'm lexi surely isn't like the last name yeah like s-h-e-r-l-y or something no like that. that was almost oh. completely wrong S H I R L E Y. Oh, wow. And well. then I'm Lexi. I'll let y'all figure out how to spell that last part there. That one's going to be hard. A little bit of a rule. With an I? Le- yeah, Lexi with an I. <laughs> and Sarah, for your stuff? Mine is Sarah, S A R A, Mike Tree. And you can get creative with how you're going to spell that. I'll let you you're figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And your your uh, science one. Oh, yeah. My science blog is Sarah Science. So S A R A A, sorry, S A R A S underscore science. That's There's nothing on there yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. Well, thank you, you two, for coming on yeah. and being our guest on this yeah. episode. Thanks for having That's us. Fun. We're yeah, an hour and 21 fun. in. There we go. <laughs> yeah.
Look at us. Good. I mean, I can always talk longer if you want. If you have like a, ma- if you're like, I want this to be a three-hour podcast. Here, let's just get up and go do other <laughs> stuff. She could just sit here and pretend she's talking <laughs> to someone. Yeah, you could literally just like leave your microphone on for the rest of the night. I would give you like twelve hours of content. None of it would be like it would just be random thoughts. It'd be random rants about nothingness. So you're all like, talking you have about your, your job, and all of a sudden, oh, this hanger here. This kind of. <laughs> I wonder like how many hangers you can pack in a car. <laughs> no, knowing her, like she would like stare at your computer keyboard and probably end up going like on something based Q- off of that. Yeah, she's like, well, have you ever wondered how they came up with the letter Q and why they decided to put it's a basically line right here? Oh, with a dash. I feel like it's just a copycat letter. It's not any original thought. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. This has been packed down, guys. Later.